Welcome back to another episode of Louisiana Ladies. My name is Melissa Torito. And I am Maggie Robinson. And this is a podcast with with no no agenda. We would love if you guys would subscribe to the podcast and that way you never miss a new episode. Additionally, when you subscribe, if you could rate and review, we would really appreciate that as well. We are also on social media, both Instagram and Facebook, so please give us a follow at Louisiana Ladies Podcast. And Maggie? You can reach us at our email address, louisianaladiespodcast at gmail.com. of Louisiana Ladies, and we have a fantastic guest today, Andrea with Andy Lenz. Um, Andrea and I met in our Louisiana Economic Development CEO Roundtable, and because of COVID, we had to do eight or nine of those sessions on Zoom. Yes. Cool. And then, I think we were having our second in-person one, and that's when there was a torrential, like, Downpour. It was some kind of flood, yeah. and the downtown like, Louisiana got everybody got water, <laughs> and then we had to switch it to Zoom. So we had two meetings in person, two. So we've only been able to meet in person twice, but we clicked immediately. So we're really excited to talk to her. I feel like all this stuff you're gonna say, I need I need this in my life right now. Um, so, but quickly, as we'll do our quick little intro, Maggie, how is the husband? He's doing really good. Um, We've been managing his pain. He's in a way better attitude, like mind, mindset, than I would be. My husband broke his leg a oh. couple weeks ago, so he's on crutches. And, you know, anytime oh. you're... I don't sit still very well, so it would drive me bonkers, but he's handling like a champ. And we finally got his, like, medicine regimen down, like, where I don't have to keep looking at the paper, like, what are you supposed to take right oh, now? Yeah. Um, so, did y'all get him a scooter? We did get him a scooter. He hasn't got to test drive it yet because it's, it's, the pain is still pretty bad. Okay. And you have to, like, kneel on the injured foot. So he hasn't he hasn't drove it yet, but um, maybe the next couple weeks or so. Look, okay. trick that thing out. That sounds like a party. <laughs> yeah. Some feathers. He's like, I need a basket on yes. it so I can carry. Because for a while I was like, he would need all these things and, like, I don't know. My purse is always full. So he's like, I need like a man bag. And so I'm going to put a basket on his scooter so he can carry yeah, his things like, around. He needs like a man fanny pack or yeah. something like Rock that. it out. But surgery was fine. Like he did fine. And it was surgery. outpatient. Okay. And y'all were home that afternoon and stuff like that. They said he did really well. Okay. okay. His bones are healthy and stuff. And they didn't end up having to do the tightrope procedure. He just... The hardware is all he needed. So, oh, the benefits of being young and breaking your leg, as opposed <laughs> to being old and breaking your leg. Right. So, anyway, um, so uh, we're gonna start with positive. Um, Andrea walked in, and it's raining, and it's going to be raining for the rest of the week. And you know, it puts me in a gloom and doom mode. And she goes, "But see, there's gonna be a rainbow." A rainbow will, will happen. And I was like, oh, I need some of that positivity. And then she brought us gifts. And we have gifts. We have all kinds of good stuff. But to be positive, though, this past weekend was beautiful. It's my jam. Pretty weather. Um, we went to Costco. And I haven't been to Costco in two years. I forgot, one, how crowded it is on Saturdays. And two, how overwhelming Costco is. How was their refrigerator and freezer section after the storm? And actually, so there were a few things that they you could tell that they were low stock on, but they they had a lot. Like it, they had a lot. I mean, I go to for the wine. They've got really good prices on wine. Mum Champagne, which is one of my favorite champagnes, was fifteen dollars and like fifty cents. And I think depending on where you go, it's like twenty to twenty two dollars. You know, so if you buy enough of it, it's. It makes a lot of sense. They've got big bottles in there. Everything's just, I mean, it takes every ounce of effort for me not to just buy all of the variety packs possible of anything because it's just me and my husband. So I have to be like, (laughs) okay, I mean, I don't have a family of like 10 to feed. If I pull this cork out, it's (laughs) good. So, you know, I gave some stuff to my sister. Um, I did get those chocolate caramels. Yes. So I had to give some of those to my sister. I was like, and then she texted me and she was like, major ate them all. I was like, well, it's a lot. Um, 
So anyway, so that's always a lot of fun. I also experienced my first ever wasp sting. I've never been stung by a wasp. No, you did not. Yeah. I got stung by a wasp too. Man, that it was pissed. It hurts really bad. That, that wasp was pissed. I told, I told, we just, did I talk to you about that? Aaron was giving me a hard time because I'm so afraid of getting stung of wasps. And he's like, it doesn't hurt that bad. Yes, it does. It does. Yes, it does. So, I know did it you does. just get stung like this weekend? I was doing yard work. Yeah, I was it helping was really my sister. Pretty. They're everywhere. The wasp nest. So, her, this is what happened. So, her husband, um, Garrett, on Saturday I was planning on going to Costco and then Megan calls me. And she's like, hey, are you home? And I live two blocks from my sister. And she goes, hey, are you home? Um, Gary got stung by a wasp and his face is swelling, so I'm taking him to urgent care. I'm just going to leave the boys at home, you know, but go check on them or just, yeah. you know, if they if they need something. I was like, yeah, that's fine. I didn't, she didn't tell me, I don't think she told me, but he got stung in the eye. Oh, no. So when they went to the urgent care, they gave him the steroid. It probably looked ridiculous, right? When he your looked face like a different swells person. up. He looked like a different person. <laughs> I saw a picture of him. Oh, my gosh. So he was fine, and so then I ended up, yeah, to tell this story. So, like, I didn't hear back from her for an hour. And I was like, okay, maybe they ended up sending him to the hospital for observation just in case, you know, the anaphylactic shock. But he didn't experience that. But I walk over to to uh, check on the kids. And she's got some of the most self-sufficient children I've ever met. <laughs> I'm to say this, and Patrick, don't take this the wrong way. There's... I think they're more self-sufficient than my husband. So I walk in, it's like 1130, <laughs> and I'm like, maybe they need some lunch. And I asked Garrison, who's seven, I was like, hey, have you eaten lunch? He goes, mm-hmm. So what'd you eat? He goes, chicken salad. I was like, oh, Major, did you eat? Yeah, I had some chicken salad and crackers. Okay, then y'all don't really need me. How about we go on a bike ride so I'll feel needed? So anyway, I texted her. They didn't get to finish their yard work, and they have huge flower beds, and they just have a big yard. So I was trying to be the helpful sister on Sunday. I was like, I'll come over and help since Garrett's still a little swollen. And we were supposed to be, they were trimming bushes, and I was supposed to be on wasp patrol because Mm -hmm. they know there's a wasp nest. Mm -hmm. And instead, I got very distracted by some of the weeds Mm. that just needed to be pulled. (laughs) And I reached down there, and one of those son of a bitches, I mean, they (laughs) stabbed me. They were like, bitch, you are in my territory. And I was like, ah! And then, like, ten of them, ten of them oh, blew up. No. And, yes, it hurt. Now, luckily, my sister had, like, an ice pack and stuff like that. I was more concerned that I was like, I hope I don't swell. I ain't got time to go to urgent care. But I was fine. Was the nest on the ground? Yeah, so it was under one of her agapanthas, like, on one of the leaves. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. So They're just angry. I got stung on insects. my ankle, and I was outside with I my kids. I heard that can swell, too. It swelled really bad. Yeah. And... I had to cowboy up because it was me and my two kids, and it was took all the gumption in the world to motivate them to come out into the yard to pick up sticks and put them in the burn pile. So I'm like, come on, we're doing it together. We're doing it as a family. And I'm moving things out of the way so that my son can run the mower. And sure enough, here comes this wasp. And I'm like, that hurt really bad. So in times past, I would just go inside and, you know, lick my wounds. But... No, ma'am. Yeah, they hurt. We had to just keep pressing on. And by, well, I guess it was Friday or Saturday. It was Friday that I got stung. By Saturday evening, my ankle had swollen. And I got really nervous Mm -hmm. because it did look bad. Mm -hmm. It was super itchy. So this is a wonderful segue into, like, old-fashioned medicine. Let's go for it. what I do. Let's go for Um, it. I went into my kitchen, which... um, and I pulled out bentonite clay and dried plantain. Okay. I mixed those together in warm water and made um, a, a plaster or a poultice. And it's um, I slathered it all over my ankle, wrapped it in plastic wrap, put on my winter socks, and went to bed. And uh, about 3 o'clock in the morning, woke up because my ankle was real itchy. And the color of the clay had turned from gray into yellow. And I just kind of washed it off and I looked at it. The redness had gone down. The swelling had gone down. I want to say it was probably 80% better just by that night. Wow. So did the clay, like, extract some of, like, the... Because they're, yes. they're, they're putting venom in you. Yes. Wow. Bentonite clay... Where can and you so get bentonite clay? They sell it at the health food store, and they actually sell it at 
Walmart. Oh. There's two mm-hmm. different kinds, and the one that that's at Walmart that I would that I recognized when I was there yesterday is called Aztec. But um, you can use that with some lavender oil and just some some water, and use that as a face mask and kind of just draw out impurities. And I mixed it with plantain. um, And plantain is a very very common weed. It's everywhere. Y'all probably try to you probably try to get it out of your flower bed Mm. because it's very strong. Okay. But it's kind of like the bug bite plant. And um, if you're outside and you do get bit and you know what plantain looks like, you can you can um, sprinkle it up in your fingers, mix it with some water, and just kind of put it on right there, and it'll take the sting out right away. It's cooling. It's fantastic. Mm. Yeah, and it's just a normal everyday weed. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Who would have thought? Love it. Man, I do like pulling weeds, though. It's very satisfying. Yes. To okay, so really quick, though, before we get back into that, because that, that really is... How ironic that we both got stung by wasps. Um, we do it's a not work. fair, but it's interesting. It's isn't very it? interesting that we were sitting here right now and we were able to. <laughs> we had that in common. Um, so uh, we do a word of the episode. Word of the episode. Word up. Uh, Maggie, did you pick this word? No, but the word is suborn. Yeah, and it kind means... of like stubborn without the t. Yes. Uh huh. To persuade to do something illegal. <laughs> It can also mean to obtain a false testimony from a witness by persuasion. The lawyer attempted to suborn the witness. Mm. Okay. Well, we don't do any of that here at Louisiana Ladies or Sentinel Pension or, I'm sure, Andy Lynn's. (laughs) So, okay. So, Andrea, let's let's go ahead and talk about you and and your upbringing and your background. Okay. Okay? So, sorry, spazzing out there. Um, Where are you from? I'm a Yankee. I am unapologetic. This makes sense. Uh, I'm unapologetically Yankee, and I'm one of those that came to the South and fell in love, and I ain't leaving, y'all. Okay. I'm staying right here. Look at that. You said y'all like a true yes, Southerner. Yes. Thanks for having me. Okay. So I'm assuming you grew up as up north or yes. in Yankee land. Yes. Northwest Pennsylvania. Okay. okay. Amish country, kind of. Okay. Small town. Um, and we had Amish all around. Okay, okay. So you come down here. Did you go to um, college? I went to school for acting okay. in Pittsburgh. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. I wanted to be a casting agent. Okay. So you have to go to acting school, I guess, to know what you're looking for yes. if you're casting and acting. Yes. Okay. Okay. And one of the things that gives me a thrill, and I think anyone who's in business um and it stays in business for a really long time. Purposes to have the ability to appreciate people's uniqueness. So all of the people that work for you, how you hire people, how you choose to be on your team, who do you who you choose to have that vision, everybody has a part to play. And really recognizing who is that person and what do they have and what do they bring to the table that's different than what everybody else brings is something that I think I was drawn to do from a very early age. Okay. And so, and I continue to do that now in my mid forties, just all of the people that I'm, that I get to meet as a result of this business, um, just really do reveal themselves in a unique way that like this person is so amazing. Mm -hmm. Like look at how, you know, you look around a room and Mm -hmm. nobody looks the same. Mm -hmm. We all have a part to play and it's different, but it's still just as important and really, really neat. Yeah. Yeah. People are fascinating. People are neat. Yeah. People are fascinating. Okay. So you did that, came down south, yes. fell in love, had some kids along the way, right? You yes. got two children. Three. Yes. Four. Two. Yes. Two. Okay. So two of my kids were born in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. And then two of my kids were born here in Louisiana. So I have one foot in the door. Gotcha. Like, I know when people say, are you from here? And I'm like, well, I'm not really from here. But I have two babies born here. Yes. <laughs> and how long have you been here? Uh, what, 15 years? Okay, I mean, that's long enough. That's a long time. Okay. <laughs> so, um, at some point, you decided to start, let's see, is the... What is the actual name? Andy Lynn's. Is it Pure and Custom Formulary? Yes. Okay. 
So where did that come from? What was your inspiration behind that? Like, give us all of the details because I've looked at your website and it's just fascinating to me. It's just, it's really cool. So educate, educate us. Okay. Um, I was a stay at home mom with three little kids and I got really, really bad sick in the winter of 2010. And at that time, uh, my family was practicing kind of like a prepper mindset. So we were gardening. Uh, my friend Nikki Pugh taught me how to make strawberry jam and like water bath can it and put it up. So we bought flats of strawberries and made our own stuff and kept it. And so we do strawberries now once a year when they're, you know, $10 or $12 a flat. Mm -hmm. And then we have strawberries all year. So really just into that like natural kind of prepper mindset, make your own stuff. And, um, I had a very limited grocery budget when my kids were little. So it was a lot easier to buy the ingredients and make my own bread than it was Sliced bread was fancy. Yeah. So I cleaned my house with vinegar and baking soda and lemon juice. Okay. We used tea towels instead of paper towels. Okay. And made my own stuff. Um, I guess that's the closest history. But anyway, 2010, I just got really, really sick. And I went on Dr. Google. And I think a lot of us do go on Dr. Google um, and, you know, list this is what do I do about this? And... All of these things came up about elderberry. So at that time, I wouldn't have known an elderberry if it fell in my lap. I wouldn't know what to call it. But it's a weed, and it grows everywhere in Louisiana, everywhere. Um, And so it said that it increases your immune response. It helps support respiratory system. It uh, reduces the severity and the duration of cold, H1N1, eight different strains of flu, and there is a specific um, variety of elderberry, Sambucus nigra, that is cultivated in northern Austria to have the highest anthocyanin content of all of the varieties of elderberry in the world, which is where when you see... um, I guess name brands, that's where they're getting their stuff from because it's really, it really is the best. Uh, and I went to Whole Foods and bought some elderberry syrup mm-hmm. and just the dramatic um, change. You know, when you have three little kids, like they're not interested if you're tired. If you've been no, up all night coughing, they need a cut, they need a snack. So that's what I was going to ask you. Were you having just like cold and flu like symptoms and just tired? Oh. I had a cough and it was keeping me up at night. And I had babies in diapers. Yeah. So they needed snacks. They needed their movies changed out. This was before you could just push a button and watch Disney Plus. Right. You know, this was right. VCR kind of situation. Yeah, gotcha. Um, and I'm like, I don't have time to be sick. Yeah. So after finding this, um, I just told everybody in the world very organically on Facebook, look at this. And then, of course, I make my own spaghetti sauce, make my own bread. I can make this. I can make, you know, mm-hmm. I just kind of got brave a little bit mm-hmm. um, and made my own and told my friends on Facebook, listen, just give me $10. I might have an extra. I'm going to make some and I'm always going to keep it. So if I have extra, you can have it. Just give me $10. So I sold $400 worth of elderberry syrup in seven days on Facebook. Oh, wow. And very excitedly and and blindly said, oh, well, now I have a business. And it's called (laughs) Andy Lynn's Elderberries. And how do I go to the farmer's market and sell this stuff to all the people that, because it's this, you know, it's funny that the word, tell me the word of the the podcast again. Suborn. Suborn. So people would say, oh, that's like snake oil stuff, you know, these people trying to hawk their wares and the miracle cure for this and that and the other thing. And it's like, no, honey, this is real. Like, this has been around for centuries and we have proven story after story. Now we have scientific, you know, studies and research to prove all those things your grandma said, they're actually true. (laughs) Um, And so that's how it started. And it really became a drive. It grew organically. The demand um, was larger than the supply. And we just continued to answer the needs of the community to be the local herbalist in Baton Rouge 
to be a resource for families, moms with little kids. Um, we developed products that answered wellness needs. And, you know, it's, it's such a blessing. It's really, really cool. Um, we sell locally in a lot of grocery stores, health food stores. If you're listening to this and your favorite local grocery store does not carry Andy Lynn's, please request it. Send me a message. If you would like to see our stuff in your store, reach out because I'm still the person that goes in and meets the buyer and talks with them and provides the education and the support to local retailers. Uh, we do sell in Whole Foods and we sell on Amazon, so you can get it wherever you want it. But if, you, if you're somewhere and you don't see it, I'm happy to collaborate and make that possible. Okay, so a few questions. So one, would you attribute this just almost rapid growth or just this rapid demand because you had a handful of people that were interested because let's just be honest I feel like every day people are it's a quest to feel the best that you can feel and nobody wants to feel sick for a longer period of time than what they have to and so your consumers at first started I mean it sounds like it was almost instantaneous to make people feel better it was friends and then friends told their friends yeah, they're like this is making me feel good their friends so before I had shelf space in like our daily bread or um, Southside produce or red stick spice, I had friends of mine that did like an on your honor farmer's market and they were my distributors. So they would come at the farmer's market and they would buy 15 jars or 25 jars from me. And then they would text their friends and say, okay, I got the sauce, you know, meet me at my house. <laughs> and it, so it's sort of, you know, I thought it was fancy when I had somebody in Prairieville because people are asking me to buy my stuff. I'm in Denham Springs and they're in Prairieville. Like, this is really far. And you know, a friend of mine with a little kid who was tired of them missing daycare because they had snot nose all the time yeah. said, I'm going to buy this all the time. And she's, she told her friends and, and, you know, we went grew from there, went to Hammond, had people in Homa, people in Mandeville, people in Lafayette. And then, then we started, um, then we got a barcode and we're able to sell into, into retailers. That is so cool. So what makes your elderberry syrup different than, you know, something that's mass produced? That's a great question. Look, second podcast episode. Somebody told me I asked a good question. Yeah, working on my broadcast journalism career. Go ahead, Andy Lynn. Well, you understand in business, we want to know when we're trying to sell ourselves, they want to know what makes you different mm -hmm. than everybody else. Mm -hmm. Why should I come and have y'all work on my business? How? Why should I do that? What right. makes you different? And um, we stick to tradition. So... I met with food scientists when we were going to make our products shelf stable and not have to be in the refrigerator. And they're like, well, just put this filler in it and it's called Prolong and it's gonna have natural flavors. You'll be able to have a five-year shelf life. You'll be able to make a giant batch and just let it sit on the shelf. And I said, look, my customers that read natural flavors are gonna put it down because natural flavors can mean like 55 different types of ingredients. Mm -hmm. Some of my parents are parents with kids who do have severe food allergies mm -hmm. or they do have special needs where they have to be very careful about the things that they give their kids. So we have a line to tradition and we use all of the ingredients in our products are ingredients, they don't have ingredients. Um, we use a very high bioavailable amount of the plant material and we use whole plants. A lot of times if you go to a, um, if you think about vitamins or minerals or supplements, you will see an extract out of that plant. Mm -hmm. And so it won't be mm -hmm. necessarily mm -hmm. like a turmeric, it'll be a turmeric, but it'll be the curcumin. Or if it, it won't be like a garlic supplement, it'll be the allicin. And it won't be um, your bright red or bright rainbow colored um, fruits and vegetables. It'll be quercetin. So I get that and that's okay. However, we miss all of the other benefits that are in the whole plant. And it makes sense to use the whole plant because the wisdom of nature and the wisdom of the body is not necessarily something we can understand in our human mind, but we have a respect and an appreciation. When we look at flowers, all of the different colors of flowers, all the different shapes, all the different sizes, we wouldn't create that on our own, but we have a respect for it and they're there for a reason. And that's the tradition of using 
whole plants. Um, these things have been around since the beginning of time and they have a proven efficacy. It's only recently that we've been able to get into a lab and kind of pull things out and like mix our own stuff. Uh, so I stayed in the old fashioned lane. Well, it sounds like at some point you came, you know, you had values, you had a certain set of values that were aligned with your organization and what you were trying to do. And you, you weren't going to compromise those, right? Yes. You were saying true, which I think is, I mean, that's super respectable because let's say you veered off. Well, could your business have quadrupled in size, veering off, and could you have produced things quick more It would have been a lot less expensive, but it would have not been as effective. And the um, Andy Lynn's mission is to, to, we are the bridge between conventional Western medicine and traditional plant-based solutions. We normalize the use of plants as medicine. And... When someone picks this up, this might be the very first supplement that they have ever used, used, that they've ever given their kids. So this is kind of that gateway into plants as medicine. And my heart is that the experience that they have is that they get results and that the plants prove themselves so that the person says, I feel better on this. What else can I try? Because elderberry is beautiful, but it's only one berry. Yeah. And think about all the other plants and the herbs and the things that we call weeds that are available to us that all have amazing benefits for our health. Um, so that was really the that that was really the commitment that that I chose was just if you take something that and I put my name on it. So, you know, I don't know if that sounds selfish or whatever, but it's like Andy Lynn, I made that. I want you to look at me and be happy that you bought my stuff and that the service and the dedication actually helped your family. Yeah. That No, I think, you know, and I think that there's something to be said for that. I mean, even we clearly do not do the same thing. We still provide a service to our uh, clients and you know I've talked to other um, competitors and stuff like that in terms of how they've grown them they just quadrupled in size by hiring salespeople to go out and sell 401k plans and you know just kind of get the business and no matter how many I mean, I've been doing this for 12 years no matter how great that might sound from a growth growth perspective I cannot do it mm-hmm. I'm not going to send somebody out to go talk to a prospective client that does not know what they're talking about and mm-hmm. just says yes to everything so different but we won't compromise our values and so I really respect that because I think that you know you you're clearly passionate about it and your success is just following the passion right so um okay so let's yes go ahead are there trends in the types of services that you provide do you feel like businesses are coming to you and maybe they're saying I need this facet of (sighs) yes I know it's a uh, different different companies need different types of retirement plans and so one of the things that we do is we sit down and we talk to the business owner what are your goals and objectives you know but I mean are there trends yeah I had a meeting this morning and the company is literally I mean they went from 100 employees to 1500 employees okay well your plan for 100 employees is not the same thing as your plan for 1500 employees so let's look at the trends for industry average for people with that many employees, but it's still service to me, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, we can crank out, I mean, anybody, CPAs, you know, accountants, bookkeepers, all of us could basically just crank out the product, but that's not what makes us different. Right. Everybody can crank out a product. I mean, if you got your degree in accounting, you should be able to do a bank rec. Right. Know? So anyway, uh, but this isn't my, this is not about me. This is about you. <laughs> I just want to say like, I can, I can appreciate that because I've been approached as well with how can you grow your business faster, uh-huh. quicker, better and revenue, you know, and all kinds of things. And I'm like, but that's not what we want to do. Right. That's just not what we want to do. I'm staying in my lane, man. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like y'all can go chase and shiny things and start, you know, change your mission or change your business model or change your core values every two years because whatever the hot button word is or whatever on Google search ranks for the highest keyword. But I can't mess with all of that because as soon as the wind blows, it changes. You're changing again. Yeah, you're just... And I feel like you're chasing the wrong thing at that particular point, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you're chasing... Something that you're never going to actually achieve because mm-hmm. times change. People want different things. But if you stay true to your core mission, 
your business model, your service model, whatever it may be, you're just going to grow. Mm-hmm. And people are going to appreciate that. You're genuine. You're passionate. You they, you know, people can tell that you care. Maggie, you look like you wanted to say something. Yeah, and you didn't put the crap filler in there yeah. that would just make it production easier. But people want to know what's in your product, and they can... They can read the label and see that. And in the long run, you're going to be, I would say you're going to be better off than some of the other companies that put that filler in there because I feel like now more than ever, people are a lot more aware and cognizant as to what they're putting in their bodies. Yes. You know, and I would say that, um, I I think that, I mean, most people are going to turn, turn the bottle over and Mm -hmm. look at the ingredients and see that it's ingredients they can pronounce or it's not a lot of ingredients you know I don't mm-hmm. think I want to take a syrup that has 50 ingredients in it I'm Correct. like why do you have all this stuff in there the you know? pure elderberry syrup is elderberry juice and honey that's yeah it. so let's I wanted to talk about this so Andy I want to call you Andy Lynn just because it's adorable but Andrea brought a whole bunch of bottles for us to look at and so one of my questions in looking at this is it looks like you probably started with your pure elderberry yes. and then you branched out and you created other syrups and other, I'm going to say supplements yes. for specific needs, yes. right? So let's walk us through. So we've got the pure elderberry and so mm-hmm. that's immune system support. Absolutely. Uh, shortens colds and flu symptoms. Yes. Okay. And now obviously I'm not going to say, oh yeah, my product is going to do this or do that. But right. I will say that the active components and the ingredients were chosen specifically because of a result of plant wisdom that has been passed down through herbalist traditions, herbal education. Um, the American Herbal Products Association has standards about um, the ways we can communicate about those ingredients. So again, these are ingredients that are proven over time with scientific studies and efficacy um, that get results. Yeah. Okay, so this next one is the Organic Spring Berry, and it is pollen defense and sinus relief. Yes. So, this so welcome is... to Louisiana, where it never gets cold enough to freeze anything. No. So there's always something growing, and that means there's always allergens. People deal with mold down here a mm. lot more than they deal with up north. Mm. But most of the time, allergy season happens in the spring. Um, so the ingredients that I chose to put in here are high in vitamin C and high in folate. And those are the two... Uh, vitamin and minerals that support a proper histamine response to common allergies. So people that deal with pollen, dust, mold, pet dander, uh, air pollution, those people are going to benefit the most from the springberry. So elderberry is the base of it, and then it's added nettles, uh, aniseed, and then navel orange, rind, and juice. Um, By the way, she's saying all this without looking at the bottle. (laughs) I'm holding the bottle. (laughs) This is on purpose. Nettles are a fantastic um, mineral, dark leafy green, high in minerals. And nettles is, I like to call nettles the after king cake herb because it is tonifying. And just as an aside, when people want to do a cleanse or they want to do a fast, they usually want to do it like on New Year's. And so let me let me help you with a successful cleanse. Nettle is a delicious tea you can use. Maybe if you do want to brave it and do a 24-hour where you're just doing an herbal tea or maybe a three-day if you've never done one before. If you do feel a little bit thicker over the holidays and maybe your jeans aren't as buttoning the first time. <laughs> the way you know, If you have to lay down to zip your pants up and you want to kind of get on the other side of that, Nettles is a wonderful, it's an herbal tea that you can use and you can just do a liquid type of a three-day where you give your stomach a break and nettles is traditionally used in the springtime during um, over the spring equinox as a time to kind of shed that winter coat and then step into the the newness and the brightness and things are get it gets warmer is it detoxifying too Uh, Um, or is it more like um i don't want to say a diuretic but like it is a little bit of a diuretic but it's more of an stringent and it is a it's a tonic so what that means is to tonify if you think about lifting barbells you're tonifying your biceps okay um nettles is tonifying through your circulatory system and through your respiratory system so when people have sinus issues at 
feels like they they'll tell you they feel like they got punched in the face. Yeah. Their eyes are swollen up. They're gushing water. Their nose is gushing, and it's so much pressure. Yeah. Nettles is going to allow the um, sinus cavity to uh, tonify, like to squeeze really, and to move that mucus through the. So let me ask you this. If somebody is taking, let's say, like a Zyrtec every day, mm-hmm. this would be, the Zyrtec is the traditional, conventional, conventional mm-hmm. medicine. This would Over basically the be, this would replace your Zyrtec. This would be like what your grandma would make you if you had sinuses or somebody that, you know, when you think about like Little House on the Prairie, remember when the country yeah. doctor would come and like mix <laughs> them up a little powder and give them something to drink? This would be the kind of thing that they would do. So it says, because I feel like if this bottle's for sale... <laughs> Just buy it real quick. <laughs> um, but it says one teaspoon taken one to two times per day. Is th- How does this taste? It's really good. Oh, so you can just like put in a teaspoon, take it, you're yes. done for the day. And that's really the other thing that I've wanted to align to because I want to make um, plant-based medicine palatable. Because if you tell people, oh yeah, it's like pioneer medicine woman, you know, and you fix everything with sticks and rocks, they're going to think it tastes like sticks and rocks. And it maybe would taste like sticks and rocks, but we put honey in it. Oh, and okay. so we just... <laughs> I like that. we <laughs> try to make it taste as good as we So what, what Andrea said is she brought us some, um, what did she bring us? Some pure elderberry syrup in a shot glass. <laughs> she said, you can mix it with water, you can mix it with tea, you can mix it with vodka. <laughs> Whatever you want to do to get it, it out. Okay, so I'm going to move on because I'm, I'm just very fascinated by all of this. So we've got the, um, this one is the organic harvest berry that looks like it's deep immune and adrenal support. Yes. So talk to us about the adrenals because yes. I have Googled, I have doc- gone to Dr. Google about adrenal fatigue. Yes. And I'm just, you know, I don't really, can you just tell us about that? Adaptogens are a group of herbs, um, plants, and mushrooms that support our body's ability to properly respond to stressors. Um, That's why I think I'm in adrenal fatigue. (laughs) (laughs) We do ride on that, and we kind of normalize that, and some people get a rise out of that. Like, how many things can I check off my list before I have to get into the carpool line, you know? And so we'd like to amp ourselves up, but we really, it's, uh, we shouldn't be riding roller coasters every day. We don't need to go having those thrills like that and get ourselves all excited, <laughs> right? That's it's right. like, let's just keep but it to realize. You do realize it's really hard for somebody like me who's a type A plus personality yes, to like, <laughs> to like come down, right? Because I'm kind of, I don't want to say I'm in fight or flight, you know, I don't feel like that, but I am like high energy and just intense, yeah. you know, but well, I like to win. So I like to put forth energy. Yeah. And I kind of like competition. I like the idea of somebody's running kind of close, so I'm going to get five legs ahead. And that probably is adrenaline, you know, probably. Uh Adrenal support and adaptogens allow for the body to have um, enough energy when needed, but also the ability to not be riding on that when it's not necessary. So... um, Rosemary Glassdar says that Eleuthero is the ingredient in here that is the adaptogen. Mm-hmm. Um, it supports the body's resistance and the like our resilience in stressors, whether those stressors are physical stressors, like you were talking about your husband who hers, that's a physical stressor. He's gonna wake up at night, it's gonna hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a physical stressor. There are mental stressors, there are emotional stressors. Some people have, you know, certain gut feelings about things that maybe you would say it's a spiritual situation. No matter where that stressor is coming from, plants called adaptogens can help you stay resilient, help you stay the course, help you so that those stressors don't knock you off your game. And when people move from summer into fall, usually all of the things start back up again. You've got PTA, you've got your Little League, you've got sports, you know, school's starting, everybody's getting up early. You've got watching LSU Tigers, that's a stressor. I don't know if you're a big football fan, but they're stressing me out. Go ahead. (laughs) 
And so it's a really a good time to boost your immune system to go into the winter season with echinacea and also to support that because usually in the winter, somebody's going to catch something in the winter. It's kind of the given in the human condition, but we can make it as easy as possible on our overall system if we're building up with adaptogens. So who is the ideal person to take this? Everyone? I think everybody. Everyone? I mean, it, the we have the pure elderberry syrup, and that's kind of like something that you would put into your smoothie or just something that you would put into your tea every morning, the same way you would take a multivitamin. This may be, if you start to feel, if you know your body, um, and if you start to feel, you know what, I don't feel good today, I'm kind of run down, I might be getting a headache, I want to go to bed early, I'm not really hungry, I just don't feel like myself today, that's usually a sign that your body is having to work overtime. And let me just break the news, your immune system saves your life like two to three times every day, and you don't know, you don't know anything about that. So you have an innate immune system, just like you have legs, just like you have a heart, just like you have ears, you have an immune system, it is working, okay? The more, you know, the more healthy, quote unquote, ingredients, real foods, you know, the way we serve our body, your immune system is going to work more efficiently. But take away that fear that like you don't have an immune system unless you do all the things because you definitely do just like you're just like you're eating and drinking and walking and talking your immune system is doing its thing it's just like invisible yeah we don't think it enough <laughs> well is that that's why we have those non roller coaster days right to just kind of give it a break like right. chill out that'll be one of my gratitude things i'm grateful for my immune system today okay so this one specifically says to drink one to six servings per day to stir into water or tea and refrigerate after opening. So is this one, the immune and adrenal support, can you not drink this, like just take a teaspoon of it? You can do whatever you want. Okay. And if you you take it and you see how you feel, you may say, you know what, I feel great on this. I want to take more of it. Um you might be craving a certain food or you maybe a certain fruit or maybe, you know, when, um, when Mayhaw comes into season or when like Satsumas come into season and you're saying like, I can't get enough of these. I want to eat. Well, good because your body is looking for that. So satisfy that craving. Now that doesn't apply to like Oreo flurry from the Dairy Queen. Oh, That's come on. <laughs> Sorry y'all, but follow the lead of your appetite. If the things that you are you know, hungry for are fruits, vegetables. If you're looking for mashed potatoes and, and, you know, roast beef, absolutely do that. You're probably craving the carbs. You're probably craving the protein. So just, does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Your food cravings are, sometimes they're telling you something. Instead, I feel like a lot of times we're like, oh God, we're craving, you know, whatever. And I think it's your, we, people, especially me, don't listen to our bodies enough. Okay, so I'm moving down. Looks like you have a little berry, and that yes. is for kids? Yes. Okay, so or is this the only one that kids can take, or are these safe for children? Everything is safe for children because we serve we serve families. Um, some, some supplement companies focus on a certain demographic of people. Some are, you know, men's health. Some are women's health. Some are only children's health. We serve uh, families. And so we want a lot of our customers, our moms, that are in the childbearing season where they're either pregnant or they're nursing or they do have little kids and they're going to get pregnant again. So the ingredients in here are all safe for pregnancy. And, and I did that specifically. There are other immune support, respiratory support, sinus, lung, adrenal. There are other herbs out there that may be more, that may be stronger and maybe will have an effect that's like a day or two sooner than this will. However, they're contraindicated during pregnancy. So we want women specific, especially to feel confident in taking it. So you asked about little berry. We did put vitamin C and zinc in here. And that was an answer because the, of a mom's need, we're sending our kids back to school. We're sending them out there. They're having soccer now. Mm -hmm. So they're going, mm -hmm. you know, we're not in this place where we're just, you know, hold up in our house anymore. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're all touching the same soccer ball. Mm -hmm. So what are we going to do? We want to have that confidence to feel like I'm giving my kid the best. I'm setting my kid up for success. 
Uh, so we did put vitamin C and zinc, but the ingredients in here we used, we used blueberry because people are having cognition issues mm -hmm. after this brand new virus has been beating everybody up really bad. Uh, people are having brain fog, so we put blueberry in there, so it does help with cognition, mm -hmm. memory, echinacea, B-propolis which binds to pathogens and pulls them out of your body while replacing essential trace minerals. So if you go back to like your grandma would make you a chicken soup with a bone broth, it's because you needed those bioavailable minerals. And so that's what we've added in here. Um, we've also added aronia and aronia is the next big berry. So you heard it here first, cranberry had its day. Uh, you know, blueberry had its day. Elderberry is like mass market. Yeah. Um, I was in Walmart yesterday and they had a Dr. Teal's bath soak and it had elderberry in it. Yeah. And they called it an immune system bath it's soak. It's kind of like a buzzword now. It's so like. funny. Elderberry is like a buzzword. Yeah. Welcome to the party, y'all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, so, but aronia is the next big berry. So, Maybe this fall or next spring, you're going to start seeing things in Aronia. And this is, I feel like it's really, thank you for having me and letting me talk to so many people. Read the back of your gummies, y'all. Yeah. I was, I was going to say, and then that was kind of where I was going with like the mass market. I mean, like nowadays you can literally Google elderberry gummies and click and buy something. And you know, what is in those gummies, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm not, again, this is a no judgment podcast. I sure. would I have taken plenty of gummies, you know. Yeah. But there's just something to be said, like when I'm just looking at these bottles that you can just tell, you know, you, you can just tell they haven't been mass market produced, you know, mm -hmm. and you can look at the back of them. So um I, I, I do want to address some of the other things that you sure. had typed up. Yeah. Um, so we do have a couple other products. We're gonna take a picture of this and we'll post it, but you do have a website that people could go to. Yeah. Um so uh, this is just fascinating to me. Probably going to have you back on in January for just an overall health yeah, and wellness. Yeah, let's do it. But one of the things that, that Andrea put, you know, uh, when she had emailed us, just kind of a summary, and I thought that this was very insightful, is she said that people are asking questions. People are now moving away from the question of, what do I need to do right now in this moment to take care of my health? And they're moving more towards what can I do overall to take care of my health in a proactive way instead of a reactive way. And I'm going to bring COVID up and I'm not trying to be insensitive, but I do think with COVID and, you know, the effect on the immune system mm -hmm. and the effect on this, you know, that it's had across the country, I do think it's opened some people's eyes mm -hmm. into movement and your body and listening to your body. And look, we, like you said, this, you know, you're not supposed to be like running the rat race all day mm -hmm. long. And we have lived in such a society that that is almost like, um, I'm missing the word, but it's glorified. Yeah. It's glorified, but that's not really what our bodies should be doing. Right. Like you alluded to, you know? And so I think a company like yours, that's local here, even though you, you know, you, you've sold outside of the area. I just think it's paramount. I think now more than ever, people really need to be, they've always needed to be taking care of themselves. Mm -hmm. But when you have a virus that's so transmittable like mm -hmm. that, how can we best protect ourselves mm -hmm. from it? You know, mm -hmm. so. And I think fear is a good motivator. It's not a comfortable motivator, right. but fear is a very good motivator. And we were able to take advantage of the fact that all of this stuff on our calendar got erased. And so if we had 15 things to do, all of a sudden we had one thing to do. We had to stay home. And we had the ability to say, is this something that serves me? Is this something that really does serve my family? Does this calendar activity, does this bring me joy? Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, we can Marie Kondo know, our calendar. I was about to say that. Marie yeah. Kondo, she put Marie Kondo our commitments. And I was yes. like, yes, Does this it. bring me joy? Yes. Does this serve my family? And be okay. I'm sure you've, I mean, boundaries. That's a big yes. thing. You know, and be okay with setting those boundaries and telling people no and not being worried about letting people down. It's it's hard. It's, right. it's a practice, you know. Saying yes to certain things is an automatic no to other things. So if we have a hard time saying no, I think a strategy to employ is say yes. 
to the things that are important. And then that's the color of your calendar. You know, at my at certain uh, physical movement time is from six o'clock until 645. And now that everyone in my family has been trained, dinner comes early and I'm out the door at 530 and that's just the way it is. And I'll see you in a minute and you're going to be okay. Here's a cheese, you know, watch TV. I'll be right. back. Um, so what, you know, this is my morning reflection time and this is don't, you know, my son, sometimes he'll get up early and I'm like, look, I'm doing my thing right now. Like, I don't know what you're doing, but this is my time. Mm -hmm. Like you, I'm not doing anything different. And I think we have the ability to say yes to the things that we know are going to serve us body, mind, and spirit. Um, and we, we look, you're smarter than you think you are. So when you're like, you know, I really should, and no, you don't should have to do 89 things, but you know that you want to put more fruits and vegetables on your plate and not as much gravy. And it's okay to just do that. Like we don't have to change and just eat celery and drink chamomile tea. Like, you know, we can, we can really just be real about it, but there are things we all know, and you might have a list of 25 things, but maybe just do one or two. Yeah. You're going to be proud of yourself. Well, and that's exactly where I think people go astray, and I'm guilty of that too. Okay, well, I need to do all of these things mm -hmm. to make me the best person I can be. And then you become paralyzed mm -hmm. by what do you do first, you and know? it's not sustainable. Yeah, Like, it's you not can't keep it up. You have to kind of ease your way into it so that mm -hmm. I think you can do it for a long term, you know? Mm -hmm. So, all of this stuff, though, you did, you did say that you became a certified health coach. Yes. Are you still, are you still doing that? I am doing that, and it is in development, and I'm, and I'm allowing it to develop as the needs of people come to that I become aware of those needs. This, again, just like what you said, people are looking for where do I start? How do I do this? How do I make this applicable to my everyday life? Uh, it's really not as far away from your reach as you think it is, but whatever you can do right now to make a decision to set a small goal um, to improve your health. And so I am available to guide you in that. You really define what it is for you and what it is for your family. Um, and then I do help kind of awaken to what is really going on? Like, have you ever listened to Simon Sinek and mm -hmm. he has a, what's your why? Mm -hmm. Like, what is why? I'm a big Simon Sinek fan. So he's like, well, why is that important? Yeah. Well, why does that matter? Well, why is that important? Well, why does that matter? Well, why is that important? And you kind of <laughs> drill down, you know, your, what is at your guts? Like, what is at your core? And then... As we kind of dialogue that out, um, then we're able to define a roadmap that is much more attainable, something that you personally, as a unique person, is go you're going to be proud of that because you've defined your path. You already know it and you've defined it and it is, it's more achievable than you think. But if you do it alone, you're probably not going to do as well as if you have a coach. Don't, yeah. Don't disagree with you. I mean, I'm, I'm 100%. Especially yeah. if you're trying to do it and you're looking at all these people on Instagram or something like that and what they do. And you're like, yes. yeah, I'm never going to be able to do that. You and know? CrossFit, I'm like, y'all are just so strong and I'm just doing yoga over here. Comparison is the thief of joy. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to do more yoga because I need to be more zen. It's just the reality. So, um, okay, so this has been great. One of the You did want to do a shout out to shout outs. You alluded to Red Stick Spice earlier, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, and... Is it Milnick? Milnick? Mm -hmm. Milnick? And, you know, tell us about y'all's relationship and why that's kind of just so special to you. I really look up to her. She is an expert in tea. She has made available the ability for anyone to be able to prepare a meal. So you can go in there and she's got a wall of different types of teas. You can open the jar, smell the jar. You can uh, talk to her staff. You can talk to her. She is. She has done a deep dive and holds an appreciation for all things tea. And not only all things tea, but she offers classes that are like some people have to take a or have to eat a certain type of a diet called um, an anti-inflammatory mm -hmm. diet mm -hmm. AID because they have an autoimmune condition. Um, so she's part of a foundation that helps a certain autoimmune disease that affects digestion, and 
teaches a whole class on anti-inflammatory foods and recipes and spices and how to incorporate those into your everyday life. So she's a wonderful resource for people to start thinking about food as medicine and to make it realistic for people to say, you know, this actually tastes good. This is something I can make in my kitchen. I took a class. I learned how to do it. And I have the recipe now and I have the confidence to just continue, you know, to make these things. She has health coaches in there um, and dietitians. She teaches like a plant-based meals class. Uh, she teaches tea classes where you can go in and, and so herbal tea counts as your daily intake of water. So if you're looking to get to know herbs, a great way to do that is through tea. And you can just make yourself a cup of tea. Mm-hmm. I love a cup of tea. I really like a cup of tea in just in general. I feel like when you're like, I'm going to go have a cup of tea. It's just like, it's relaxing. It's soothing and it's relaxing and all those things. Yeah, it's I, like a Downton Abbey thing, right? It is. We could just sit down and we yeah. could have our little tea. Yeah, and, and I'm not going to be stressed because I'm drinking tea. Yeah. Um, so I really do need to stop by there, though, because I've just heard she's got some fabulous things. I did a sh- uh, cooking show, one of her classes, but it was umpteen years ago, so... Um, just FYI, teaser, we are going to have her on the podcast in about a month or so. So we're really excited about that. So, um, okay. So I don't want to, for you to share all your secrets on the podcast. So how is, um, the best way for people to find you? The best, uh, it's through andyliz.com. Okay. And we have a contact page. You can reach out to me. Um, I do get all the messages. Like my business isn't that big. So yeah, you can get to me. I'm available to serve the community. And as a health coach, I have the ability to touch people again. I don't have to sit behind a spreadsheet as a health coach. I can go into your house. I I can dig through your pantry and dig through your refrigerator and make us a very nice charcuterie board. And we can talk about your goals. And it's, (laughs) you know, I'm here to help. I'm like the, the, you know, the cousin that like knows how to eat stuff and, you know, pull through your kitchen medicine, your spice rack and be like, did you know that this is a fantastic addition to your food and it helps with digestion? And so um, that's really the intention behind what it is that I'm doing now. But yeah, you can reach out to me um, through the contact page. No question is um, a weird question. Uh, You know, I'm here to help with whatever word, whatever need that you want to define. Not scared of it. And I do have a collaborative relationship with a lot of other wellness practitioners because as a health coach and as a product manufacturer, this is just a small part of the puzzle of the orchestra of your wellness. You may want to reach out to functional medicine. You may want a mental health counselor. You may need, you know, some spiritual guidance or whatever it is that you need uh, resources available to just kind of surround you and your personal wellness goals. Um, and to just kind of answer and lift up, you know, whatever that means for you. Okay. I love this. Um, so we're going to, by the way, this was super informative that, well, I guess before, before we close out, um, you brought some books with you. I did. It's clear, you know, so much about plants and what they do and the resources that they can help us with. Um, was there a particular book or a person or something that really lit the fire for you and like I don't know like spring fortitude spring yes yes into what when you're I was doing? yes when I was um when I, my oldest daughter is 17 and a half and when um I became pregnant with her a really good friend of mine is a home birth midwife and so she gave me a book called um it was a the healthy, naturally healthy pregnancy by a woman named Shonda Parker, and she um, she is local to here. She has she has passed away, and um, she had me at her house and hosted me, and um, I was able to learn a lot of things from her. And in her book, she talked about like lifestyle choices, and then how and then adding supplementation and then maybe going to see like a professional person and then maybe doing from like the least kind of interruptive of your life what's the what's the closest thing to you till like what is the farthest away and kind of those steps and that was just really illuminating um so yeah Shonda Parker love Shonda Parker but you know, there are, um, Dr. Sears is a wonderful resource for parents who are looking to 
teach their kids more of a healthy lifestyle. Um, Sam Kaufman is an herbalist in San Antonio, Texas, who teaches uh, a lot more of like survival types of skills when it comes to herbalists. He goes into um, third world countries and teaches um, tribes how to source clean water and how to make their own what you know get their water that's clean and gonna be effective to them and then he goes and teaches the whoever the guide is in there they really don't have doctors they have like you know the medicine man or the medicine woman um, and shows them like these are the plants that are growing in the area and how they affect um, Sally Fallon is um, the author of Nourishing Tradition by Weston Price Foundation. And that's the Nourishing Tradition. It's a cookbook that it reads like a history book and an encyclopedia. So you can look up beetroot and just learn all of the history of beets and then some basic recipes of beets and how to prepare them to get the most nutrients out of beets. And then it goes from there. Pick any name of any food ingredient and you can learn all about it. Um, so those are some of the books that I brought just to refer to. I do want to shout out to um, Dr. Dr. Bredson, who wrote a book called The End of Alzheimer's. That's something that I think as in middle age, we are becoming more and more aware of and um, cognition, dementia, Alzheimer's, brain fog, all of those things are now affecting us in a greater and greater way. Mm -hmm. So if you do want to set some intentions around when I'm 80 years old or 90 years old or 100 years old and I still want to have all of my faculties, he has written out anything from how to create a daily routine to how to pick certain foods and ingredients to what types of supplementation can we use for to support our brain health and the book is called the end of alzheimer's the first program to prevent and reverse cognitive decline okay so we're gonna take some pictures of course yes if anybody hasn't figured out laney is not in the room today maggie is, is quote unquote Standing producer. producing this uh podcast so we're going to take a few pictures and post those so we always end all of our uh episodes with five questions okay they're either or all right very easy much easier than all the stuff that you've talked about today with all of your knowledge um do you prefer beach or mountains beach okay summer or winter winter okay pizza or sushi Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think pizza. I'm a health coach, but can I say pizza? Absolutely. We're all entitled to Let's just put a bunch of veggies on it. Yeah, that's what I do. I'm like, it's got mushrooms and tomatoes and all kinds of things. Okay. I think I know the answer to this. Cook or order out? I like to cook. However, if you are sick and you cannot cook, your local Chinese restaurant is going to have wonton soup. Mm -hmm. And that is a very delicious thing that's easy on your stomach. It's like that those soft, yep. you know, doughy like wontons. Mm -hmm. If you haven't been able to eat for a few days or if you're just feeling like you can't, it's something you can sip on. So in that case, I'd say order out. Okay. I love that caveat. <laughs> uh, cats or dogs? Um, Cats because cats. Okay. <laughs> all righty well thank you so much Andrew. it was so good to chat with you and like I said I mean I didn't really get to we didn't really get to know like I knew what you did but I'm gonna be honest with everyone it is really hard to have a four-hour roundtable zoom meeting it is what did you do that one time weren't you making some bone broth listen <laughs> zoom listen there if you invite me to a zoom meeting you I hope you find some love in your heart to invite me back because I cannot sit still and don't be mad at me, but please, y'all, just sit really, really still. And then everybody kind of gets weird about listening to their voice. And so, you know, AI is coming, but y'all don't have to talk like that right now. Just be expressive and say how you really feel. Like I feel like I said how I really you felt did. on that thing. I mean, you know, actually, when we were getting together last week, they were like, oh, Melissa, we could tell right off the bat we weren't going to mess with you. And I was like, well, you know, it's just... Yeah. It's very difficult to have a rhythm of conversation In those when meetings. you can't read body language. That's it. So, it's just hard. And it's like, especially when you were with a group of, what, 15 people, you yeah. know, and it's kind of like you got, it's, you have to be more methodical, you know, okay, mm -hmm. Andrea, da, 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 as opposed to just having a very open conversation. It's, it's amazing to me. So when we had our first in-person one, that was like the fastest four-hour meeting we had. It was really fantastic. But the other ones... 
It might have lasted three days. And I walked around, and I was in my kitchen, and I was making broth, and I was making soup, and I was just taking the phone with me, and I had it on mute, and they were in the middle of talking about some kind of financial projection thing, and then somebody said, what are you making? And I'm like, okay, well, I'm making soup. Y'all want to see? And it's like, you know, I just got to live my life. Unapologetically making soup, and I was like, I love the fact that she just did that. Multitask? I can't do it. I'm like... I. I'm so, that, so thankful for the ability to serve and to have a business that is really very, um, that I don't have to sit in a, in, you know, behind a suit and tie and like hold, only hold my hands in a certain position that it's, it's a lot more. Yeah, that'd be a terrible fit for you, Andrew. So, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone you in our group it. was so smart and everyone had so much to say, but I think we self, um, what's it called? Like we kind of censor ourselves on Zoom because maybe we get spooked out that we're like looking at our. So picture. see, like, but see, I see. I feel like I say what everyone's thinking. Yes, I say what everyone's thinking. So he would always do this one-word opening, and you know, like the very first one, it was it was about was it July of last yes, year? It was July. And don't get me wrong, maybe people really felt like this. Like we've gotten to, I've gotten to know everybody. We had a little social last week. We had a blast. But like most people are gonna say, you know, I'm blessed. I'm thankful. I'm excited. And like the first one, I was like, um, I'm worried. Yes. <laughs> and he goes, Oh, we're gonna have to talk to you again. I'm like, nobody else is worried. It's July. We still have COVID. Like people are like. Nobody else is concerned. That's what uh-huh. I was, you know, that uh-huh. particular day. So, uh, but don't want to take up any more of your time, guys. We are going to take pictures. These look, I'm I am going to purchase the allergy one, and Maggie and I might take shots of our elderberry later, and we will just be right as rain. Uh, but thank you so much. Really appreciate your time. You're so, so great getting to know all of this. And speaking of smart. I don't know any of this stuff. No. You know? Thank you for what you're doing. And you can definitely, I mean, you're just, I'm sure you're making an impact and changing more lives than what you ever even imagine and, and so probably blessed. even know. So Really, it's a really a blessing to do it and to serve in the way that I am able to serve so many families and so many people and to just illuminate the idea that plants as medicine, it's what we've always done, but it's coming full circle now and to be available to serve so many people. I'm really, really thrilled. Thank you for letting me talk about stuff I really love. I love it. We love passionate people on the podcast. Passionate guests are great. So we'll go ahead and wrap up. Uh, Maggie, did you have anything that made you happy? Things that make us happy. Her. Her. That was great. (laughs) The the bright, the I, you know, it's kind of funny that it's like we always have the right guest on at the right time, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like like I said, when you walked in and I told the first thing I said in my negative Nancy way was, oh, this rain. And she said about the rainbow. And I was like, yes, this is going to be the bright spot in our day. So, thank you so very much. Love mm-hmm. your outlook. Uh, go to her website. We'll link everything in the podcast notes. Share everything on social media as well. And we hope everyone has a great week. Thank y'all. Bye.